You guys, you know it's going to be a badass show. When the table's packed, we got Kid Arthur. Oh, I'm sorry, Sir Arthur. Sir, Sir Arthur. Wearing a brand new outfit, and we'll get to that in a second. Arthur, how you doing, man? I'm very low frequency. Nice. And we got <laughs> Mike the ex-con. Mike actually did some work and research and hey, questions and I'm shit. Trying to, you know, I'm trying to, trying to step my game up here. You know what nice. I mean? I'm like excited it. for this one. Yeah, I am too. Nadia in the house. Hello. Awesome. I did my homework too. You did too. <laughs> in my head. I've been <laughs> watching interviews with so like Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will look back it up right here. So. Yeah. But you guys, I have, I have a top five front men list. Top five front men. I'll go over the other yeah. four maybe a little later if you guys remind me or whatever. Okay. But one of those guys in that list is sitting right here on my show. I have been looking forward to this interview for a long time. Thank you. He is one of the, seriously, the most fabulous entertainers I've ever seen. And now I got to have met you. Frankie Muriel in the house. Woo! Thanks, guys. Super excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Chevegas, King of the Hill, <laughs> your open uh, school of rock. I just, I mean, my first question, I could be here all day, but I'm going to try to sum it up in a few minutes here. <laughs> My first question, man, that front man, that exciting, that, that flair that you have, that, that flair gene or front man gene or whatever you want to call it, where'd that come from? When did you know you had it? I, I mean, I that. guess, I mean, since I was a kid, you know, I mean, this is all I've ever wanted to do. It's all I've ever done. Um, I've been playing professionally since I was 16, 15. Um, my dad was a character, so I think it, you know, flows through the, the DNA that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I pretty much don't know any other way, any other nice. life. I've ever had a job. Just a, it's a it's a hard way to make an easy living, be <laughs> rock yeah. and roll. You know yeah. what I mean? But, so so you're from well, originally where? Um, St. Louis. Grew up in North County, actually. Okay, oh. and and your background, your heritage, if I may ask. I, I'm um, just curious. Oh, um, French, Spanish, and Puerto Rican. Very cool. Nice man. That's what I But I identify as Italian. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's awesome. That's the joke. You know? Yeah, yeah. Now, we had on here Topher Bayless uh, last week. A couple weeks oh, yeah, ago, he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Great dude. He says that the King of the Hill, what was it, like a, re- a reunion show? Yeah. And you guys just, of course, you absolutely killed it. Place was packed. It was a good time, yeah. So man. I got to ask, a lot, of, a lot of fans, a lot of people want to know, the follow-up to that, is there going to be some more King of the Hill? Or? Um, I think so. We, we had a great time this time doing it. Um, more than the show, we had a week of hanging out, which we don't ever get to do, you know. So we had a lot of, you know, all the same old jokes came back, all the same old roles. It, it was just fun, man. Yeah. You know, but older, so a lot of the baggage is gone, and we just really had a great time. And we love opening. We loved it when we were on tour. You just go out and kick somebody's ass for 35 minutes, and you're done. <laughs> you have no responsibilities, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just, you just hit it and quit it, man. Yeah. And that's, that's what we did, and it was a good time. It was like uh, riding a bike. You know? so, so tell me how King of the Hill started. And you had never worked a normal job. You, you just hit the like circuit. With yeah, that. I mean, Cub and I, so the bass player in Chavez, we've been playing together since we were nine, man. So it's fun to look over my shoulder and he's still there. You yeah. Know? So we play, I mean, gosh, we used to have our parents drop us off. We were playing with guys that were in their 20s and we were teenagers and we were playing clubs around town and, right. and, and the whole bit. But we always did our own music. Yeah. And that was always serious for us. You know, covers, by nature, I don't, I don't think I'm a very good um, cover. You know, I don't sound like the artists, but I do things our, my own way. And I think my, that's what makes Dr. Chavegas. I mean, that's all my bands shit. have been that oh. way. We, you know, we're not Incredible. really good, you know, mimicking or, or you know, what we, or tribute type. We just play how we play. But yeah. our version, and I think the, the fact in all of the bands that I've been in, which has only been two, <laughs> you know. Um, that's amazing. It's beautiful. Had fun doing it. And I think the fun is what translates to people, which is why it's been successful, you know. Yeah. 
That's so, awesome. Exactly. That's what we need to see, like that you actually enjoying it. And yeah, and fun, after like, all these years, you know, gosh, you know, 40-something years, it's still fun. Well, know? the way you rock crowds, I mean, they get into it. Yeah, the music is awesome, but your energy, you know, they mirror what you're doing. Right, and you're that's giving how it everything. Works, they you give you everything. I mean, your shows are absolutely insane. You know, it's a, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's always a thing when you have, you know, a small yeah. crowd. You, you, we really can't go to that other gear that you do when you have thousands of people that are just, you know, jamming with you. you yeah. Know? See, I'm from the east side of the river. I've seen I've seen you guys play yeah. a handful of times, and what always stuck out to me is like kids that aren't familiar with the '80s music that you guys yeah, cover and stuff yeah. like that. They can listen to some Doctor uh, Doctor Shavega show and think they're seeing original songs being played. Like I've right. heard you guys play and not realize till <laughs> I'm halfway through a song and I'm singing along that right. I actually then know, you know the, the song. song. Yeah. Right. But you guys do originals too. Yeah, we yeah, do all kinds of old stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, but you know, people Shavega's was was born out of. Um, you know, everybody was in their bands, other bands, and you know the industry is, is a hard machine to be in. You know, you gotta really love it. You gotta love the process because yeah. it's so hard. Right. You know, to to get traction and to keep your traction right. So everybody was kind of frustrated in their situations, and Vegas just became this outlet to have fun. We didn't care. We didn't have promos. We weren't serious. Right. Like our production awesome. was a you know gym bag with a, a afro wig in it, an extension cord, and <laughs> yeah. a disco ball. Yeah. Literally, like like we became known over the years for all of our big production and all this stuff. But we just rolled like that for like a year or two, no promo, no phone number, nothing, and right. we just you know split up the cash in the back room like the old days. You yeah. know, um, it's so rock and roll. Damn. It was great, that's you know. But that was what that's. What Vegas was born out of frustration in your real band, you know, your 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 day gig, your 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 real thing that you were trying to do is so frustrating either with members, with the business, with what's going on, with your deals, all these things. So when we got together, we just had fun playing music that we heard when we were kids, you know, yeah. and just it immediately connected. We were down on the landing, and I think um, Boomers. You know, literally, like the second time we played, there was a line down the street, and it's been like that for twenty-seven years. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I got to oh, find yeah. out about the King of the Hill. I mean, you guys did a ton of stuff. I mean, you guys were oh, you guys yeah. toured. You, you did a lot of cool things. So the so, band back then was Broken Toys. Broken I mean, Toys. We made the circuit, you know, around town, and uh, we came up through the ranks. Um, we got we got a break. We played. You know, if you guys. I'm a too young, but there was a place called Stages and Granny's Rocker and mm -hmm. all these, you know, rock clubs in town. And uh, we played them all. And we played, nice. I mean, we played 14 days in a row, a day off, 28 days in a row. I mean, we played literally Sundays, we played a place. Mondays, we played a place. Tuesday, Wednesday, we played a place. Thursday, we played a place. Friday, Saturday, we hit all the different places in the in the city. And then it became kind of a regional thing. And then yeah. we picked back up again on Sunday. You know, Granny's Rock. Nice. Monday was Bogart South. Tuesday was uh, Real Rock or First Rock. Uh, Thursdays was Stages. Friday, and then we hit them all again. And we did that for so long. We built up such a fan base. Uh, at some point, you know, because yeah. we never wanted to be a cover band. We just did it to get in clubs and get our bones, you know. You got to work your way up. Tell the bands all the time. You, you can't, there's no easy way. You don't get, you may get breaks, but it takes time. And you build yeah, this stuff one show at a time, sure. one fan at a time, you know. Yeah. Um, what were your mornings like? Um, mornings back then were afternoons, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I mean, Arthur, yeah, come on, Arthur. You know, there, there was about, you know, it was about 10, 15 years where we didn't see mornings. We saw mornings when we came home. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Morning for me was getting home. You know? So there were a ton of response. Um, thank you for sharing that post I made. I got some response. People uh, DM me. I, t I picked five or six uh, of the top ones. Mm. But it's perfect. Tim asked, uh, why did you guys change the name? 
to King of the Hill. Okay, so we were broken toys back then. That's how everyone in St. Louis and Illinois knew us. And uh, we went and went to L.A. We were doing the record. And then there was there was already a broken toys when they were doing the copyright search and the trademark search. There was a Z toys. There was a there was just all dangerous toys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that. So the album's getting ready to come out, and we got like, oh, you, everybody's got these names. Like you know, figure something else out. So we had a song on the album called King of the Hill, and it was just a you know a young man's boast about how we were the top guys around. Right. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we took the name. I mean, literally, we didn't really think that much about it. We were like, well, we could do that. Okay. Everybody right. agreed on it. Done. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then the song was Take It or Leave It. And then we changed the name of the song, Take It or Leave It, and became King of the Hill. Right. So so what was your, like, um, the biggest show you played as King of the Hill? Like, like what what, what oh, memories you look back gosh, on, like a show you know, that was crazy? Probably 15,000. And I, I, it was either Paris or, we were on the Extreme Tour. So we opened up yes. for them when they had uh, More Than Words. And I, I can't remember, but it was, you know, that we played arenas with them. So we started out in theaters and we ended Real up Real rock stars. Yeah, I, I remember that band. Yeah, they were cool. Good guys to us. And what was we it like? caught them right when it was happening. So we, we saw firsthand yeah. what a number one song does to your life, you know. Wow. And we got a little, the, the cast off was fine with us. We were, <laughs> right. you know, we, we ran through yeah. Europe with them. And So what was it, was it like? Like when you first started the band, playing around town, small clubs, to playing in stadiums, man, arenas. You know, I got to hear about that. Come on, man. I love it. It's everything you think and, and more, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you're living your dream for one, which not many people get are fortunate enough to get to do. Um, so it's surreal, but there's so much work involved that you don't even realize kind of what's happening until you look back yeah. or until friends show you or you see stuff in magazines. Well, when you grind so hard, you know, it's what you do. You, literally, people call I would you lucky wake or whatever. You I mean, I, I, we do, deserve we, it. We did uh, you know, promo tours where I was in three cities a day, man. I'd wake up in a city, do a show, you know, radio show like this, and then... You know, afternoon I'd be in another city, and then at night I'd end up somewhere else. And then there was either show involved or it was more promo. And we did that every literally every city in the United States, and then in Europe. Nice. So you don't, man. You get a sheet of paper under your door. It tells you where to be, what time. You got a photo shoot, interviews. You meet somebody at the label, and then you go to sound check, and then you do show. And then, I mean, then you're either on the bus or on the plane to the next one. And you have like agents and managers know. telling you probably. Yeah, you, do, you don't, yeah. you're kind of in a blur. You're just busting ass, man, you know? So yeah. then you look back a few years later and it's just like, you're almost shell-shocked, you know? Um, but it's been fun looking back because you, you realize, you know, when you hear stuff from fans, you know, a guy posted something the other day, an album with an autograph, but he's like, oh, this, you must have been outside of the theater at Belfast. And I was like, oh, wow, you know? Oh, like, cool. And he still has the album, and it, it's cool. We've met yeah. so many cool people around the world because we play music. Well, to circle back to the world, like, have yeah. you been to Belarus? Um, have not. <laughs> have not. Yeah, we, so the, what are the, the countries? Closest in, uh, East yeah. European, we, we were in Norway, Stockholm, Sweden. Um, I, I don't remember somewhere else kind of up there but that was kind of our limit okay what was you like do, most do you guys do, do something together no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, you did me back in this oh, I don't know sorry, sorry that was uh, I mean probably your mom yeah. quite I was, I was no wearing offense. I was wearing diapers when yeah, you were exactly. like when we were like, I checked in like the day so I'm like damn okay I recognize him <laughs> what was he like most favorite I, you know what let's go ahead and go and ask That's it now I just want to I want to kind of get warmed up. I think we're warmed up a little bit. The groupie action. I mean, you don't have to go into details or anything. You probably. I mean, again, it's everything you ever thought it was and more. You know oh, what I mean? Like okay. it, it's whatever you can imagine. It's, it's, it's even. Dream. It's even more. You Cut know that off. I mean? Promo clip right there. That's <laughs> <laughs> rock and roll, man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh it's, yeah. It's beautiful. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Arthur, what do you think down there? You good? 
Um, I was wondering, what do you do to keep grounded while you're on tour? You know, um, it, 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 different people have different ways, right? You know, I, I was fortunate enough that my my pops, um, he just kind of instilled into me like, this is what you do. I'm proud of you, but you're still my son, so you respect your mother. And if I tell you to take out the trash, take out your trash. Like, you know, you just have these things. And he was behind the scenes guy. He was in broadcasting. So he was like, man, you, you got to treat people right on the way up because you will see them on the way down because right. you're nice. always going up yeah. and down. Right. This that. business is always it's cyclical. It's always, you know, you're, you're at the high, you know, you're playing in front of 10,000 people. And the next minute, you got four people at your show. You can't take these things. You know, you, you have to have the, the pride in what you do and your work ethic, but you can't really believe your hype, right? Because right. if you believe all the praise, then you got to believe all the hate, right? That's and you don't true. want either of it because it really is coming from a place that people don't know you. They just like what you do or don't like what you do. Right. And they like you or they don't like you because of what you do, not who you are, right? Right. So you have to, if you take one, you know, there's, a, you know, there's people I've known who just want to believe the hype and the good shit. And then when they get, you know, they get slammed on, they're, they, they, they're crushed. Or when the good stuff goes away, they don't know how to act, right? And there's other guys who just dwell on the bad shit and don't remember that there's other people that love what you do. You, you can't take either of it because it, it comes comes from a, 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 a more of an innocent place because people don't know who you are, right? Okay. So you, mm -hmm. if you're so identified with what you do, you lose who you are. And then you, if you believe the hype, you got to believe the bullshit, right? I've just, for me, yeah. I've just kind of put it all out. And I appreciate you know, good work. And I appreciate when somebody's got something critical to say, because I either, it either, if, if it checks with me, oh, I better think about that or, you know, fuck off, man. Uh, that's, good advice. that's the mindset stuff. Yes. Like we always talk, we talk about, about, you know, like it's like in any business and you have Absolutely. to have You got to focus, man. And you got to, you got to see through, you know, because if you start riding high, as soon as it's, it's so only fair, right? Mm -hmm. if, if you, if you, if you're, if the, the praise is the fuel, when it runs out, you're going to crash, right? right it's got to right. be something else than That's that. That's true, yeah. You know, guys, I never thought of that. This is so exciting. I told my wife this morning, I said, I haven't talked to Frankie much about this, but I cannot wait just to hear the mindset behind the man who has done so many things. Well, and, I was thinking the same and, thing today, and so yeah. for him to uh, verify mm -hmm. <laughs> the mindset behind this, I mean, it, it is man, truly... Yeah, it we took, just all it took wanted to do while, good work. You it took know? me a while to figure that out. Yeah. I've done some cool things, but it took me a while to figure out to really lean into who I was. Right. How did right. you... Lean into that at such a young age. Was it like someone who influenced you? Was it like natural you? to yeah. you? In a yeah, way? you know, Feels I was like always been serious. I was a serious kid. I didn't party. You know, I didn't do any. Mm. I was just laser focused on accomplishing this thing. Mm. From the time I was, like 100%, you know, a, a not preteen. Like, I, like I just wanted <laughs> to do this. <laughs> I, I waited know, for a break. I waited for someone. You, you just you, you know what? This you is what just, I do. Right. This is what oh, I yeah. do. This is what I've always done. It's what I'm going to do. I mean, Ooh, I've had I people my whole life. Hey, when are you going to get a real job? How long is this music thing going to last? I mean, I've been doing 40 people freaking years. How yeah. you keep, and people still ask <laughs> to this day, man. Yeah. Like, well, you know, you I, when, what are you going to do in Vegas? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Wait, I'm like, this is that. all I do. This is all I've ever done. I guess I'm going to keep doing it because somebody's going to come. You're doing something right that shows are packed. You roll up in a kick ass ride. I your kick-ass super expensive cigars and jacuzzis on your Instagram. I mean, I mean that's all silliness. Yeah. You know, I enjoy my life and I'm grateful to be able to enjoy my life. Well, I did Google the net worth of freaking I did Google that too. That's yeah. silly stuff. That's you all, know? Yeah. Like, you're doing good. You're doing good. Let's just say that. I'm so. doing all right. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and, but, you know, but, it's your, but it's your grind and work ethic and you're right. getting into who you are. And, and, and we talk we've about. been very fortunate because we've connected with a lot of people. I would have nothing. We'd have nothing if it wasn't for the mm -hmm. people who came to these shows 
right all of these man. years and still come, you know? That's, that's what, that's, and, and that's the truth, that's, man. You know what I mean? It's all about the people you're serving, you know, like, in a way. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, what I do is built for groups of people, mm -hmm. which was one of the hardest things during the pandemic. We got shut down. Right. I got nothing to do, you know? Yeah, and I'm, I checked out cool. some of your guys' uh, your happy hours. Oh, streams. You we, mm -hmm. we came up with those just yeah. because we had, cool, we had nothing to do. So we were like, man, we got to do something, you know? And at, to this day... Everywhere I go, somebody mentions those streams. Yeah, and that, that was cool. That was you a good just idea. never know the thing. You can think it's this song, and this is gonna song. This is gonna, and it doesn't. Or, or man, we're gonna do this, and this is gonna be the, and it doesn't. Yeah, you do something else. Yeah, all of a sudden it just takes off. You know, we right. did one of the biggest ones. You know, Doctor Javegas played the music of King of the Hill. We had like one hundred sixty thousand streams. Oh like God. Brazil's popping off South America, and I'm like. Uh, who knew? Right? <laughs> right, yeah. Where were these people when I needed, you know, when I wanted to tour down there? You know, now all of a sudden everybody's psyched. So I don't know, yeah. man. Well, you can good. never figure this stuff out because the things you think are going to click, some, sometimes, most of the time, never do. The things you don't do, yeah. and you're trying to figure out why so you can do it again. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But you just don't know. So you know? tell us about the transition from. King of the Hill to Dr. Vegas. Was that quick? Was it? Was no, it that was tough? a rough one, man. So, rough, you know, man? we, yeah. you know, you, you go from being a kid to, you know, making all this money, having all this experience, living your dream, which is, is something that's so surreal. You know, my friends wanted to be race car drivers or cowboys or baseball players or professional football players. I yeah. want to be a rock. Like <laughs> none of them, they're all accountants and mechanics and doc, you know, great shit, but not what they wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you step into, you know, the, the calling of what you're wanted to always do and you're doing it, it's a weird thing, right? And then when it gets taken away, it's another weird thing because you're so identified with that, right. you kind of lose your identity, right? And you're like, what, what it just happened? I, you know, that was who I was, right? Yeah. That's not who you are. You realize this as you get older, right? It's what you do. So it's a big part of you. It's what you love to do, but it's not who you are. So you got to find that person again, right? right. So, you know, I, I worked on some albums, some uh, did some production and you know did a lot of writing and just kind of withdrew a little bit and then uh, comes like hey we're doing this disco band I, I was out on the west coast a lot so it was really big way before it got to the Midwest so I was like that'd be fun to do you know never got yeah. around to it because I was so busy and, and touring and playing and traveling yeah so the guys uh, back home started doing they said you should come down and sit in I was like man I don't I don't really want to sing I don't want all this attention you know we we had just lost our deal and stuff and I was like. It's just weird. I don't know if I want to do that. But I'll come and jam. I don't want to sing. I'm just going to play congas. That was the original plan. Oh, right? I was going to okay. blend in the background, which <laughs> right. doesn't seem to work, right? Yeah. So then I'd sing one song, then I sang two, and then I sang six, then I sang 20, and then I sang 35. But it just happened. <laughs> yeah. and people were coming. And Got him. Money was Got raining him. from the skies. And yeah. it just, you know. Yeah. Do you have any other interests than music? Um. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I like to travel every every chance I get. I've, I've seen cool. a lot of the world, so uh, there's a lot of favorite places I like to go. That's cool. um, I love to cook, which that came out of, it, it all kind of came out of my life, right? So I was used to eating all of these fancy restaurants with, uh, I mean, we're just guys from North County, right? So we didn't know any of this stuff. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm at Nobu and I'm, sushi's coming uh -huh. to me and we're at these Italian places in Manhattan. and So I'm just assimilating, right? I'm just looking around like I'm just doing what that guy does, done, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but then you get used to it, right? Right. Then you don't have any money anymore and you still want to eat like that. So then I learned how to cook like that. That's all. So nice. That became a thing like, all right, well, I could still, for me, you know, and I, I never wanted to be famous 
or almost famous, or I, I just wanted to be successful enough so I could keep doing it so I could live the life I want to live, right. which is do whatever I want to do every day and make music. <laughs> right? The ultimate freedom. I mean, right? That is my <laughs> ideal. I, I, I didn't want... I didn't. Do, I did it to just keep doing it. I want to be successful enough always to just be able to keep doing it. Right. You know, um, and I found guys that were the same way. You know, so mm -hmm. the, we didn't have any of that bullshit as far as you know the egos. It was just that's good. It's just what we want to do, and and we have all we all in in both bands, and you know, it's it's a bunch of guys that I'm very very honored and and it means so much to have guys with the, think the same way. You know? Yeah. Right. And you, you clear so much of the bullshit out of the way, and you're just about the, the work, you're about the work, about the process. I tell bands when I'm producing them in the studio, like, enjoy the process because this is as good as mm -hmm. it's going to get. Mm -hmm. As soon as it gets to somebody else, they may, they may not give a shit. They may stop on it. They may So enjoy the pureness of the creation with the people that you want to be with because this is, the, the process is the exciting part, right? Yes. The, the moment yes. of potential before it gets criticized before it gets monetized right. mm -hmm. before it gets all of these things that happen when it comes yeah. out of your hands the, the best part is when you're in that room right and mm -hmm. somebody has an idea and you're like yeah and it, and it's and the excitement is happening and you're just vibing that is the pureness of it when you when something when you started a day and it didn't exist and at the end of the day you can press play and hear something back that's what it's about you know right. what do you do for the, your creativity do you is there anything you do for that like uh, no it just comes when it comes you know and then i've been through seasons of my life man where it was non-stop as soon as i wake up I, it's like a radio station in my head and you're just trying yeah. to keep up and i've gone through many times where there's nothing you know but what i've learned instead of being freaked out about being dry or having a block writer's block you just those are seasons of input right you just you take it in. You take your life in. Live your freaking life. You know what I mean. Have experiences. So when you do have feel like it, it's bubbling up inside, you got something to say, right? Exactly. Yeah. You, but you got to live so you can output, right? You got to get some input so you can output. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's kind of always that's how I live my life, man. Interesting. You know I mean? so one more question about the King, King of the Hill. I got asked. You talk about the label situation. I mean, it's, can you talk about that? Like what happened? Or yeah, was so there some you know, we we got in the first record, and you know, they held it. So this timing was crazy. You know, Nirvana literally is at Sound City where we're doing our second record, making Nevermind, right? Yeah, and yeah. We, you know, we don't, you don't know. We're at the very tail end of, of the hairband era and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, it's just not the thing anybody wants. And this happens with every genre right. and every generation constantly. Isn't we just happen to be the, the, the six months too late kind of guys, right? So the, we, they pulled us off off the first record, said, no, we, we're still behind you guys. We're getting a lot of traction in Europe. We, we, we went from mentions in, in an article to features to like table of contents to the little box on the oh, front no. of the you know, magazine to being on a cover. Like you, you work your way up mm -hmm. the, the ranks. So we we had a good buzz. So the label was like, "Look, don't worry, we're still behind you. Go back in and do the next record." Well, we did worked on the next record, and then we turned it in. Our A and R guy got fired. New guy comes in, cleans the desk. Like, you know, I don't need this. No, you know. And the, the part that wow. sucked is, and you know, a lot of people like the second record more than the first actually because you know we, we had grown. And I mean, the songs we wrote, we were kids, you know, in clubs, you know, right. twenty years old writing yeah. this stuff. You know, it's silly, you know. But the 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 part that really sucked is another label wanted to put it out and then our label at the time wanted to try to recoup all of this money for the other thing, uh, two albums off of one. So they pretty much priced it out of being able to oh, be released. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's where that one, that's where that one. Went. It is pretty crazy how fast that changed. But from like instant. Eight, you know, I, know, I mean, I lived it, man, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, wow. you know, it's not even, you know, 
this stuff happens all the time, right? You know, the, the stuff we listened to 10 years ago or pop, what was pop, isn't anymore, you know? Some things last, some things don't. It's the yeah. way it goes. And then it goes back. You know what I mean? Well, good We're, for you, man. For, hold on one second. For, for you to have the gonads, or you want to call it, to, to, okay, okay, wipe, you know, get up, wipe the dust off and create one of the biggest, uh, a second band, Dr. Vegas, you know? I mean, yeah, you know, it, it wasn't what we wanted to do, but it, it's worked marvelously, right? We've yeah. had such a <laughs> yeah. great time, right? Yeah. And well, you had to go with the flow, too, give people what they want. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, often I have conversations with musicians. It's like, you can do what you want, right? Mm -hmm. But if you only worried about what you want, you can't complain if other people aren't into it, right? If you give right. people something to come, you you know, people all, yeah, you know, sure. Shemagas takes go. all the good gigs. <laughs> no, we don't. We, we don't take anyone's gig, right? <laughs> There'll be somebody behind us taking ours. You don't take gigs. Yeah. People either show up or they don't show up, right? <laughs> and they show up based right. on what you give them. If they right. like what you're given, they'll be there, right? Heck yeah. <laughs> if they part, don't, yeah. or if you're just playing for yourself, or you're such a wizard, there's so many amazing musicians that don't know how to get a play to a room and get people there. Mm. It, it doesn't take yeah. a, anything away from their abilities and their talents because they're, they're so great. But you have to think about why you're out there. It's, it's, you're you're yeah. playing music for people. It's a self-awareness thing or too. Or play for yourself, which is yeah, awesome sure. too. But you can't worry about the other thing. The, right. the, you know, when, when you get popularity then, and, and you, you get, become, with that comes resources, with that comes things, start making money and then you don't have to have your day job because you're playing music and, you, you 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 can't fault a guy for playing covers if you're playing originals and no one cares and no one's coming. Right, right? exactly. If your originals are kicking and then you have your audience for mm -hmm. that, more power to you, which is the ultimate goal, right? You want to do yeah. it with your own stuff. But man, there's a lot of working guys out there that are playing music and making people happy. And I, once I you figure that. that out, it's not selling out. It used to be selling out back. You know, they would always be like, oh, you guys. But look, man, we're playing music. We're making forget. money playing music. What Jason you, you know? Newstead, That's I'll never forget it. He says, you guys, what about the people calling you sellouts? And Jason's like, we, we, we sell out Every seat in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I love right. it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And that's what it's about. And, and it's crazy. Every song is someone's favorite song. If mm -hmm. you don't like it, okay, but what about the other people? You know, one of the funniest things, I, I, you know, I'll do a show and, and there'll be a thousand people and somebody will be up front pissed off that we're not playing this or that or the other. And oh, really? I, I've, oh, stopped, oh, I've stopped yeah, the yeah. show on time. I was like, Did hold you on, really? Hold on a second. <laughs> you think you're the only yeah. one here that matters? What about the rest of these 900 other people yes. who want to hear this song? Where's your next show? Right? Man, I don't. Oh, Ballpark Village. Nice. Ballpark Village, nice. Saturday night. Nice. And well, we're on the think, road. We're back in Well, the you know, a hater's going to hate, you know? Well, here's yeah, the thing. Just, it's about self-awareness. You kind of mm -hmm. alluded to it. When you blame other people for where you're at, right. that's the wrong mindset. Exactly. You look in the mirror. You know what? If Frank is getting all <laughs> yeah. the gigs, we yeah. know, try to go put some so badass like he did and try to get go gigs yourself. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. If, about if, him that's get, your, if that's your yeah. end goal, right? Right. If you just want to show people how great you are, then more power to you too. Yeah. Practice and be great. You know, but like I said, I think the, the secret behind your success, my friend, is is you loving the process. Nadia, yeah, how, no, no, oh I know, God. I freaking love That's that because, it. like, I'm like right in no, the middle. No, and that, that doesn't matter. It wasn't that, about the end result. To you. Right. That applies whether you're in a band or, or a, you write Everywhere. or you're, you know, whatever it is. Man. Like my you're a chef. online business right now. You know, That's right. what I'm thinking. You know, like I gotta enjoy my process and like enjoy I'm your really... process because that's as pure as it's gonna get. Yeah, you know what I mean. Have, so, you know, I had a restaurant. That's one of the most miserable, life sucking businesses you could ever have. <laughs> that's so true. More power to anybody who has, has had yeah. a successful one because it's like throwing a party and you're not invited, but you get the check, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. And it sucks. But yeah. it's great so when you can provide 
you know, awesome stuff to yeah. people and, you know, get that creative value. But even chefs, you have to enjoy the process, right? Oh they don't enjoy, yeah. you know, Karens at, in their place. They don't enjoy yeah. inspectors. <laughs> they don't enjoy, you know, doing QuickBooks. They enjoy creating something and making people happy, right? Yeah. That's the only thing that you you have if it connects it connects awesome run with it keep it going figure out why it connected yeah. so you can mm -hmm. scale it and bring it up right right well talk a little bit about the uh, process of finding because how many people right now are in Vegas? how many um yeah right no, well, we've we've had fourteen at one point. I mean, we had Ooh, yes, we were rolling I, with live horns, two keyboard players, horns. backup singers, yeah. right? So now it's it's five of us. Uh, we keep okay. it, but we bring in other guys when we need to for certain shows. Uh, we do a lot of fly dates, so it's a lot easier to run. You know, slimmer. I'm, you know, I guess I'm I'm curious about the process of finding the right people. Did you have agents helping you, or were, were mm -hmm. you right there at all the auditions? Picking no, up no, the no. It's singing all, with them. You know, this band. And really, my other ones too. It, it's always who you know. Somebody knows somebody. Somebody comes highly recommended, and then you vibe with it, and then it works. Jam a little bit. You know what I mean? Check out the chemistry. You know, it, it's we don't ever. I don't think we've ever done auditions for anybody. It's just, oh man, I know this person who's awesome. Check them out, and if it feels good, come on, let's do it. You know? Yeah. Now you've also done a Prince tribute thing. Now, yeah, we is do. The, is we that, do that the Jervegas members? Yeah, that's guys in Jervegas, and we do that um, every year. Um, this year we're doing it. Um, Delmar Hall again. We do it like the the night before Christmas Eve. It's it's a great okay. time. That's it's a great awesome. time. So so tell us why Prince out of all the awesome artists. You know, um, it was right. It was right when he passed away, mm -hmm. and we had a like an we were dark one night, and he was like, "Hey, you want to just play Prince songs tonight?" I was like, "All right, let's, let's do that." <laughs> cool. You know, I grew up with the you know like I was in the bands, and, and again, I'm not trying to imitate or mimic the guy i mean it's prince for crying out loud you know what i mean i'm a white rocker guy right, right? right. you know what i mean it makes no sense right when i first heard you guys like seeing that you guys were doing prince so i i went and looked up some of the videos that i could find online and stuff and you know i truly believe that there are some artists in history that are so unique and and just leave that mark on music Absolutely. so much that you him. should not cover them. Right. But <laughs> you guys fucking kill it. No, yeah. They the fucking thing. kill yeah. it, dude. We're, we're really steeped in it, right? And everybody in the band grew up really steeped in it, not just casual listeners. So when we did this, it's more about the spirit of the time um, and the band that he had. That That's why we stick. We only kind of stick to the the 1999 Purple Rain kind of era yeah. when he had the revolution, because mm -hmm. that's more of what we're, we're, we're latching on to. Not like, you know, I'm going to play guitar and, and put a wig on and, and right. jump around. You <laughs> and know I what think I mean? the fact yeah. that you don't try to imitate him and you guys just make it your own but thing. But what we really it's try fucking, to... It's killer. What we, we sure. really work hard and try to replicate is the sounds and the tones. We're all freaks about that. All everybody, Every the musicians are. I am as a producer. So we dig down so deep, find the old gear that he used, Get all the stuff wow, like so. Yeah. It sounds. Oh, it sounds like it did nice. when he was on tour in '86. You, you have the actual you know? guitar that he is. No, but one like it. <laughs> okay. Or the same. We find out the amps, and you know, right. Ethan yeah. was doing the guitar, and I said, "No, you can't use this modern stuff. We got to go with the Boss pedals that he used yeah, on that tour." I know that. And then the stuff sounds like it sounds. That's right? good. And then the pocket. You can't. I mean, Cub and Paul are, are so ridiculous players, and and they can just peep that feel. You know, and that's what it is. People are responding to the feel. Not, right. I don't sound like the guy. I don't look like the guy. Right. But over the years, even in Broken Toys of King, people always, and even in press, people would compare me to like, they'd always call me like a cross between, you know, David Lee Roth and Prince or something. That was always the yeah. thing that people, you know, would say. 
so when Prince passed away, I don't know. I, I was in New Orleans. Uh, I guess we were playing um, down in Biloxi. So I was in New Orleans. The phone started just blowing up. Uh, hey, uh, you know, are you all right? I, I'm like, more people ask me about Prince dying than, <laughs> than my own dad when he died. It's the weird thing, right? So for whatever reason in town, in the area, people kind of identify, you know, or c- correlate me with Prince or something. I don't know. So we did it. We were fans. We we did the research and we played the show. I, I announced the show. We It sold out. We did it at the old Rock House the first time. Sold out. Then we had to do another show. So we did two shows the same night. And it was unbelievable, and it's been just blowing up since, you know. Yeah. Just right keeping on. his memory alive, like is so intensely and like a presence and yeah. And, and the like Prince that. fans, they ain't no joke. Yeah. They know they mm-hmm. know like the songs. Said, it's it's like Rush sure. fans, they do, right? Yeah. They know right. every oh, lick, yeah. every part. Oh, <laughs> you know, so you you got you can't be a joke about it. You got to yeah. take it seriously mm-hmm. out of respect. You know. I'm gonna go back to the uh, the fans here. I told them I would mention their names. So we got Tim's question in. Uh, Let's see. Christine asks, at what age did you know you wanted to be a musician? I think you already kind of... Yeah. I mean, my dad was a musician. My brother was a musician. So I literally, there's, you know, pictures of me, you know, two or three playing. So nice. is that where your inspiration Dang. comes from? Yeah, that's what, what I wanted to do. Or was know? there ever like you one specific record that you put on and was like, fuck yeah, I got to do this? Well, I was, I already wanted to do before that. But the first time I heard, you know, the first Van Halen record, I was like, you know... I, I'm done. This is, this is <laughs> yeah. what I'm doing. I'm going to be this dude. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's awesome. So Drew says he listens to King of the Hill every day on his lunch break. I told <laughs> him I'd read that. Now, <laughs> Scott here, he has a quote. How do you handle crazy shit that happens on stage, embarrassing moments? You know. Oh, man, there's lines. so many. As a performer, <laughs> as an entertainer. Like you, live it, entertainment, it never goes perfect. Right. You just, it's always something. You, you, I think ultimately you have to not take yourself too seriously, man. And there's p- plenty of times in my life where I did, you know what I mean? And then you get mortified and then you realize you shouldn't have <laughs> took yourself too seriously, man. Right. I mean, I've, you know, danced around, fell into the drums. I've, you know, spun around, almost yeah. fell off the front of the stage. Nice. Like, What about you lyrics? Know, Do you forget lyrics sometimes? All the time. I had a teleprompter for years. <laughs> yeah. and these are songs that I've written, yeah. right? You just, but, yeah. you, you know, we play hundreds and hundreds of songs. But you, you know just, what? You know, That's probably what the crowd loves. When you do something crazy like that, you don't mean to, yeah. and you laugh and have fun, yeah. they laugh and have fun. If a lot you get of times I'm just looking at people's lips and if it's the weirdest thing. That was the weirdest thing. If, if and the guys in both bands, if they just say the first word, then all of a sudden I remember the whole song. Right. But I got to hear like the first line or two sometimes, you yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, for years I had a guy just sending me the lyrics on my teleprompter and so I could look down and see what the hell was going on. <laughs> it's good that you sing though and not just yeah. have a recorded voice. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, Madison says, band or artist you would enjoy playing or recording with? Is there a band out like right now or like, I think she said... Modern band, or modern artists. band, yeah, modern band or artists, but you know both, old school, whatever, and modern. Like if you had to pick two bands, you could play with or record with or whatever. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a you're gonna stump I mean, me on that. You know, one, oh, right you know? on, man. You know, it's crazy. The the modern. I mean, it seems like the, the modern it, not stuff much is, is love getting me. Love right? Yeah, right. I'm not really. So you're not. I, you yeah, know. right on. That's a rock star answer right there. Right. I, just, right. I do what I do, and you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. So now. <laughs> No, dude, rock star answer right there. Fuck, Fuck them. Yeah. So Fuck now, them all. I wouldn't do <laughs> my all, shit. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I got to say, because someone's going to ask me, I did, I, when I allude to something, I'm going to talk about it. Seriously, guys, I made this list several years ago. Frankie. That's how long we've been trying to do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I first contacted you. I told Mike, man, it's taking me years. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. So yeah. Brett Michaels, Dave Lee Roth, Bono, Steven Tyler, and Frankie. Those are my top five. I have oh, that's a good company to be in. Thanks, my friend. Seriously, man. Seriously. Fuck yeah. I know Appreciate being it. from uh-huh. this area, like, 
I guess with with A B being here, mm-hmm. and it's just a big beer drinking fucking party. <laughs> yeah, you know, man. this part of the Midwest. Yeah, you know what man. I mean? And like my whole life is for I wouldn't even really classify Chevegas as a cover band, even right. if that's what you are. You know what I mean? Like you guys are so we're much the soundtrack. We're the party man yeah, soundtrack. You're so I much mean, more than that. Like you know? my whole life, there's yeah. been there's been two staples above and beyond all bar bands or whatever, and that's yeah. been Doctor Chevegas and the Well Hungarians. Yeah. And you yeah, guys have fucking ours, yeah. yeah, you guys have outlasted so you know, them all. I mean, I told Frank I get him in and out here a certain amount of time, but a couple more questions. Man, yeah, the, the School of Rock thing. Yeah. So you not only you know bounce back and rock out with Jervegas, but so when did the wheel start turning for School of Rock? That's a, that was that. another pandemic deal, you know, yeah. sitting around doing nothing, just trying to figure out what what to do, you know. I mean, it's weird when you're in an industry that just you're not allowed to assemble, you know. All literally, <laughs> literally, all I am built to do yeah. is entertain large groups of people. That's literally what I do for a what living and what I'm just built to do. And all of a sudden, I don't get to do it, right? Man, um, it started out. Um, I think I was looking at a building and it happened to be an old music store from like the 30s and the way they soundproofed stuff back then was just extra concrete so these rooms were like you know big thick rooms and we thought oh that'd be so cool could you know do a, do a music uh, school or something nice the learning curve is so insane for that um, stumbled into School of Rock I still wasn't convinced um, a friend of mine talked me into it you know she's like you gotta do this, this you have you, everyone knows you and you have so much knowledge to pass along. So once I got to learn about the program, it, it's, it blew my mind, man. I mean, this is not, when we grew up, you, you, you sat there with the guy, you learn your scales, and you know maybe you learn some songs you didn't even like kind of thing, you know? This stuff, we're putting kids in bands from day one, and when they go wow. to their lessons, awesome, they learn what the band Love. is playing, right? So you have an instant gratification, and you're learning more than just your instrument. You're learning how to depend on the guy next to you. You're learning that, you know, in a group, the weakest link, you, you know, you, you look out for each other because you're doing something greater than the group, which is making the song sound good, right? And kids respond to this shit so, so great. Yeah, yeah. And to see their confidence, you know, th- these kids come in, Never played before, never played with another. You know, we had to just lucky if somebody in your school or in your neighborhood played and you could get to, into the garage right. together and, and yeah, pat, right. until you could find a third guy right. and make a band. Like, <laughs> easy, yeah. Now we put them in bands and we start them from, you know, I mean, we've got programs from three to adults, but, you know, the, the bulk of it are, are these, you know, adults too. Yeah, yeah, five, That's six, cool. seven, eight. And then we have the 13, 14, 15, 67. And how, mu- how much is it to join? Um, we, it's a different. Um, you can probably scroll the website. And yeah, find you all go that to the website okay. and figure that. Schoolrock.com will send you St. Okay. Peter's. Yeah. Um, but, it, but it's the, the, nice. the performance is the trick. That's what makes right. it different than any other school that does this. And, and they have, you know, hundreds of them now around the world. And it's truly a build that they will come. I wasn't sure. Yeah. And we did it. Um, we're out in St. Peter's and it's just been, it's been gangbusters, man. Nice. The kids and the, the, to see them, you know, not everybody's into sports, not everybody's into dance, not everybody's into, you know, the stuff at school. So this is a way for kids to find an outlet and to be around their people, man, their tribe of people who like, yeah, man, I don't fit in yeah. doing this. I don't fit in doing this, right. but I like to rock you know, yeah. and, and it, how better to learn these life lessons than through rock and roll, man? So now you right? can yeah. Is it is it just rock or is it other sim- similar stuff? Well, I mean, it's school rock. rock so okay. it's you know the, the curriculum is, is is a lot of classic rock, a lot of um you know metal, metal. Right. Um, going Punk. into um 
punk. Well, okay. I mean, they, the kids learn Ramones right off the That's bat. Cool. They learn, you know, um, White Stripes because it's, you know, you get that instant um, gratification. gratification yeah, that's you cool. Know? And that's it's really cool. cool to see. So I love it, man. So, you know? I think it's amazing, man. So you, you can add entrepreneur to your list of cool things. And always, always. I mean, actually, what I was going. thinking, like, the hat or, is the hat something we should talk about, um, or is that one of your things? Or, or what it, else? it's gonna be. You know, okay. I, I, I uh, you, you get a lot of um, people commenting or wanting what you wear. Kind of every time, there's right. people that offer me stuff at shows. So we might do a line of hats. We're talking about doing some stuff. Everybody so, loves hats. You, you know? should do well, it. Yeah, I got a massive hat collection. <laughs> right. I try to wear yeah, a different yeah. hat every uh-huh. time we're here. One gun, badass hat, very cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's a, we'll a ranch down in Malibu. So I got to ask, have you tried uh, Topher's uh, Midnight Topher uh, cannabis strain? Not. Yes, I have yeah, not. No, I've been so close to him. I probably got you know got high just sitting next to him. <laughs> right. you know, he's a great dude, man. He, those, those guys at Diamond Johnny and uh, Topher, cool dudes. Nice. So now, a v- couple more questions. Your Vegas. Tell us where you guys play around the country. In Vegas, I've heard you guys are in Vegas, right? Yeah, we had um, we had a res- residency in Vegas. We play um, so in Atlantic City. No, no, no now no, we just we bounce around bounce wherever. Around. Okay. Yeah, we do a lot of work with MGM. So um, I think we're down in Biloxi later this month. And you always um, do legendary New Year's Eve shows. Is that still going to be in this area? You know, it's or, been it's know been or? rough since the pandemic. People Has hotels it? are still okay. You know, it, it's. It's Maybe a weird thing year. still, man. You it's know, not uh, solid. It's not like it used to be. We used to book these things a year ahead of time. Now, you know, it gets three, four months. People still don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. I think we're going to be in, in Texas, though. That oh, sucks. Okay. New nice. Year's Eve just happens to be my birthday, so maybe well, yeah. maybe one year <laughs> we can get too. a, uh, oh, a so DYS, cool. Dr. Chavez party going. That'd be great, man. I got a question real quick. Go for it, brother. Whether it be original or a cover song, like what's your favorite song to perform when you're doing shows? Oh man, um, I don't know. There's so many, right? So obviously, you know, song that I've written and that has touched so many people is always a, a fun one, right? Like, you know, if we do "If I Say" or we do one of these songs that kind of took us around the world, it always is a good feeling to play it because it, it affects so many people. It's given me a life and a career. Yeah, I remember the day I wrote it with the guys. I remember when we were like, I think we got something. This one, I think this was right. a good one. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, but then also, you know, I think I based them on the, uh, the, the reaction because that's my role, right? I'm the guy up front, so I, I'm not really thinking about my part or if it's fun or I like singing this. It's more like the reaction that I get or the the band gets from doing certain songs. So there's so many of them. I don't know. I, I just know them when they happen, you know. Right on. Like, man, it was a good time. Nice. This one's a good one, you know. And I know you're doing some amazing work with School of Rock. Just you doing your thing is inspiring to a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of people who listen to this, younger, older, whatever, who are not, you know, tapping into what they want to do, but they want to. They're trying to figure it out. What would your advice be to the people that are, you know, there's you something know, that, there, but that's that one sure of the things works. I think that's great about your show and, and about you when you when you contacted me. Thank you, it was a month, you know, you, you don't want to always just talk about yourself all the time. You know, right. when you when you do what I do, it's cool to see that you kind of offer that other that other angle. You know, thanks, brother. Yeah, and I, and I think it's important, man. You you have to, you know, when you try to do what everybody wants you to do or what you think is going to do, and I've spent many times like everybody else doing what I thought people wanted me to do. It never works, right? The yes. stuff that works is the stuff that you just feel, and you just got to do it. You have to, you know. It's sometimes it's hard to believe in yourself, man. Sometimes everything is. is telling you not to believe in yourself, yep. but you have to just fight through it because, right on. Whatever the inspiration was, 
it was a good idea when it hit you, right? Right. And it gets beaten down. Don't let it get beat Results down. Results or, right. or, or you, what you expect, what you attach to the idea tends to disappoint you, right? So you have to remember it was a good idea because it was a good idea to me to begin with. So I, you have to focus on that. And right. just, you know, you just got to stick to it no matter what anybody says. If that's what you want. Yeah, you right. right on. Yeah, man. conformity well is said. the biggest reason for a failure. Right, but it's hard Amen. because you want to you want to be want to be in the mix, right? Right. You know, it's hard to go against the grain, you mm -hmm. know? But then once you do and you you get a little bit of, of um traction with it, then it starts getting fun, you Yeah. Know? Well said, man. I just want to thank you so much for being here, man. Yeah, man, thanks for having uh, me. Uh, pick your brain and oh, hear yeah. the story a little bit. Now, let's go. I don't want to cut you off. If you have any questions? Ar Kid Arthur, you have one? Any final thoughts? Um, haven't I asked enough questions? <laughs> okay, there you go. No, I like. No, you're yeah. good. I just want to make you sure. Have. I don't want to get yelled at me. I had a question, Mike. You good? I, I got one more. All right. <laughs> you guys have played around the world, around mm -hmm. the You've toured everywhere. Is there one show that sticks out in your mind? Like, be it the best, be it the worst. Like, is there one show that was just I mean, you know, the the Paris show I'll never forget, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was amazing. You're, you're, people are singing. And back then, you know, it wasn't, English wasn't as, you know. Right. Everybody speaks it now everywhere you go around the world, right? Interesting. It, it was a little different back in the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. So to hear people singing my song, you know. Fuck yeah. Right? <laughs> nice. Well, another yeah. country. Yeah. I don't know these people, right? right? I just got to the place the night From before. From the other side of the fucking world. Right? And they're singing a song that we, you know, wrote and did in a storage place wow. in a warehouse. And then our friends were singing it at our shows. And now strangers are singing every word, every word back to you, They right? don't even speak yeah. the same You language. don't forget that one. Well, dude, I fuck got yeah. Well, I, fuck yeah. Your Instagram or the, some of the social media clips you release, you're you're on stage. You're you're taking out your phone. You're doing it right there in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the line. The people are going crazy. I love when you do that, man. It, it's so cool. Yeah, it's fun. You know, like yeah, people at home see what they're missing out. You know. So yeah. So Nadia, do you have any uh, any uh, well? Final actually, thoughts? it's funny thing you mentioned that people from other countries singing your songs word to word. Like Russian whole like uh, music industry was built on copying everything that comes from America. Right, right, you know? right. Like, yeah. They don't have anything original, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I grew yeah. up with like all of the songs because like it was just like what it was. You right. know, there's like one or two original artists back home, you know, that they're still there for like <laughs> yeah. years. Legacy acts. Yeah. Yes, they are. So that's pretty dope. Um, what I love to hear is like about like how your mindset is. You look really solid and like on your mindset and I just, I've never talked to a rock star before, honestly. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> and cool. I was pleasantly surprised, like, like hearing, like, you, like, yeah. really a solid human being, you know? So right I appreciate cool. that. Thank yeah, you. That's cool. Like, we're, like, learning. Like, I got a lot of good tips today, too. Oh, like, we're so into mindset, and that yeah, was, like, awesome. you cannot yeah. be as successful, you know, without being so, having a For solid sure. base like that. So no, respect. we're going to have, yeah, no, it's a great point. We're going to have links to all your stuff. Is there a spot where people can find you, the, the Dr. Gervais? Yeah, drgervais.com or your Dr. Gervais mm -hmm. on Facebook or uh, Frankie Dr. Z on Instagram. And, you know, yeah. we, we put our stuff out there all the time. Yeah. King of the Hill, uh, Facebook, wherever. It's been an honor, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Appreciate for having it. me, guys. Good yeah, to meet you all. Awesome. Right. Yeah. All right.